Welcome everyone back to another episode of the Chatty Gamers Podcast, the podcast about gamers who like to chat. It's me, Luke, and Cody. Hello. Uh, hopefully this episode is going to be better than last week, or however long ago it was, um, because of Cody's audio, but we have fixed that, so hopefully people can hear Cody better. Um, Yay. To start off, like we do every episode, we're going to talk about our lives, so how's your week been, Cody? It's been okay. It's been an okay week. Um... Nothing really to explain. It's kind of eleven life ready to start school up again. Yeah, it is that time of year. Yay! I guess I know who's not going back to school. That's me. You. <laughs> um, but the reason why you were yawning is because in your time it's like seven thirty, right, in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's not even seven thirty. It's only seven twenty. Yeah. Seven twenty-five. We're recording this episode early um it's okay but you you literally just woke up and then we're like all right let's let's do this so if you hear snoring it's cody ah, no, i love the podcast so much i woke up this early <laughs> um love to see your enthusiasm uh e. well we, we had a conversation uh earlier this week that i feel like was kind of interesting about uh content creating and as much as like that's what I do, uh, I feel like we both do that with this podcast. But I know that you were, you messaged me and saying like talking about retiring, and I just said do it, you know, like no balls. And you're like, very bet. Yeah. So I mean, if you end up doing that, uh, that'll be fun. We'll plug in your YouTube channel. Oh yeah. I don't even have it because I don't think I have a YouTube channel yet. Nah. I think everyone has one, like when you make a Google account or something like that. Uh, I, yeah, it makes sense, yeah. I'd say I've had mine for a little bit over 10 years. I think 11 years. Almost 11 you years. Oh, how find me? You might find school stuff, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> school recordings. Um, but... This morning, I just got back from a morning walk because I got a new job, somewhat of a new job. I'm going back to the other place that I used to work at, and I don't think I can really say the name, but... No. No? Don't. Okay. No. I'll just call it the blue brand. <laughs> um, But I got a morning shift there, so... Get start waking up at like four o'clock every morning, and then yeah. my day's off. I'll wake up at like six thirty and then go on a morning walk. So hopefully that'll work out. Time to go. I'm tired of being in a part-time job. I don't blame you. It's not fun. Yeah. Oh man. But the good thing about waking up this early would be uh, one of my favorite. YouTube YouTubers they post videos 3 a.m. their time but 6 a.m. my time and that was a good mythical morning they're, they're really good where are they at Iceland California that's three hours I went the wrong way my bad 
My bad. I went the wrong direction. Um, but yeah, just having stuff to do in the morning is more productive than just waking up and then staying in bed until I have to get ready. But luckily, today's my day off, so. There you go. There you go. But, uh, so is that, is that it? Is that, we got nothing else yeah. to talk about right now? I mean, no, not really. Come December, I possibly might be recording from down south, like Mississippi, Louisiana. But Road trip? Um, Month and a half long trip. Nice. I got some stuff I got to take care of down there. And... Like what? Uh, personal things. I got some personal things I got to handle. Uh, Plus, I need a vacation. I wish I had that. Um, it's not very good personal things, but you know, yeah, it's, it's things that need taken care of. Mm-hmm. And what better way to do that than go see my friends that know all about D and D, and we could talk about if we wanted to talk about a game. We could talk about Baldur's Gate 3 and all that fun stuff. Yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> we were playing Fortnite last night, and I brought that up. Yeah. that That's going to be fun. Uh, I'll talk to you about that, and we got to crack about it. You should mm-hmm. be cracked up about it, because he's been keeping an eye on the, he's been keeping an eye on it. Yeah. And he's having surgery soon, and he's going to be playing the crap out of that, and the, uh, pre-order release early yeah. release for it and he's gonna have a month and it's like he said i'm pretty sure i'll have maturity of what i want done done mm-hmm. but he says it's a never-ending gameplay you'll oh. never stop playing because mm. you literally can't because there's so much but i i have a hunch that he's gonna spend probably an hour to just character customization alone yeah that extensive um let's see here i oh yeah i forgot we have some podcast news we're on youtube now Ooh, the tube of you you can subscribe to our youtube channel at chatty gamers um but I posted it on the Facebook page, but if you haven't seen that, uh, we're going to be basically just uploading the episodes there. Um, but it's not like in video, video form. It'll just be like video audio form along with uh, some possible like actual videos. You never know what we're, what's going to happen. Um, but, you know, it's just a lot of expanding on the whole chatty gamer brand haven't done business like that in a while (laughs) Uh, i think that was probably one of my biggest pieces of news from this past week because i stayed up late and then was like i'm just gonna make a youtube channel for this may as well Give you guys more well. content and reachability. But, um, let's see. Today, we're going to be talking about cryptids and, like, 
like mythical animals. I don't cryptids. know. Cryptids are creatures that you hear myths and folklore about. Yeah. Never ever get to see, but are actual have actual like documentation about them. And today we actually have someone talking with us who has actually seen one of these mythical creatures. Shut up. I don't want to talk about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll go into it and I can start us off strong with it if you want. But... Yes, yes, please bring All right, so... grab their attention. <laughs> I'm gonna do this in the form of a meeting. Hello everybody. I'm Cody. Hi Cody. And I have seen <laughs> the infamous rake once in my life. The end. It's <laughs> it's just basically the end because boy oh boy I was not all about it. So to describe what a rake is, a rake is a creature or a person. I guess it really does doesn't really matter what you want to call it. Um, this creature person thing is of I don't really know the height. Mine was seven. It was looked like it be about roughly seven feet tall. And I saw it walking. And I was in the desert when I was in the military. And seeing this fucking thing it might have been a skinwalker which is just another one someone else can go into that but it was a horrifying experience I'm not a man of many fears I'm not scared by really anything I have no fears which isn't healthy but you know whatever it's a whole different story yeah um that's the most terrified I've ever been in my life. And that's why I don't want to go into that. Because that is trauma dumping, and we don't trauma dump. <laughs> we don't trauma dump on this podcast. Nope. I looked it up, though, because when you were talking to me about it for the first time the other day, um, it you, doesn't you, look terrifying in picture until you get that guttural feeling for was, seeing it. Was it like walking on two legs or all fours? Two. Okay. Because the ones that I'm looking at right now, it just looks like someone's like crawling. That's like, it's that's when they get close to you. If. So how they portray it in games and things like that is it'll be walking and then when it goes after it'll get on all four. Yeah, that that's not a good. No. No. Uh, I'm, I I just yeah. Let's go on to Luke. What do you maybe. got for me? <laughs> well, are we sticking with the whole mythical creature thing, or are we going into like? You can go to urban legend, folklore. I was gonna say creepy pastas, but that that's it could be an entire creepy. new episode. Yeah, creepy pastas. Uh, you, we could have a seven-hour episode of creepy pasta. <laughs> so, yeah, tune in next week but for creepy pasta. But if you want to use one for creep, if you want to use one as a segue into next whatever, sure, go for it. Uh, I think I'll wait until the end to bring that one up. But uh, I think I'm gonna talk about um, what I think you told me was New York's. Um, mythical creature the champ champy 
Can't be. Uh, from Lake Chaplin. Uh, basically, it's the not so, f at not as famous, the uh, Lake ne uh not Lake Nessie, uh, freaking, Loch Ness monster. I got Nessie and mixed up. I know people call him <laughs> Nessie, but yeah, basically, same thing as Nessie. Just I would assume smaller. Um, but. As I'm looking into like more of these like 3D possible uh, versions of what it could look like, it um, well that, no that's just a piece of driftwood, clearly. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. There is a photograph by someone named San San Sandra Mancy in 1977. Took a photo while on vacation with their family that appears to show the dinosaur with its head out the lake which is what I'm pretty sure people are thinking was just a piece of driftwood um, but the entire bay of the lake where the photograph reportedly was taken was no deeper than 14 feet so it's like not giant but it was probably taller than a, it's clearly taller than a human but some people say that for some reason the creature is unlikely to like be swimming let alone hide in like such shallow water but if it was just like the head that was popping out i'd probably say it was like a good 20 feet long or so you know like give it six feet out of the water um but then obviously people are like yeah this is just tree you know trying to debunk everything even though you never really know what could be under the water I would say I want to say like a good majority of the world's water and the ocean has been unexplored so I give you a little statistic right here right um there's been more space explored than the ocean explored yeah which is crazy because it's like wouldn't why wouldn't you want to explore like the place you live on now careful we're starting to dwell into some government stuff that you don't want to get talk to about <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay government conspiracy sorry <laughs> um but basically this all started just because someone took a picture in like 50 years ago almost 50 years ago um but like you could say that literally about anywhere but um i'm gonna see if i can find a like realistic picture real quick um hopefully it's you know nothing too scary that i don't want to just have in my google search feed <laughs> hmm you look up 1977 Oh, okay. Wow. Wild year. So, so that is, um, so I found the picture and can I like zoom Grab in? Grab the on? picture to us. Oh, okay. Like, what does it look like? Oh man. Like I really can't describe it other than like your average, like that famous picture of Nessie that was like yeah. in black and white. 
pretty much that. But that something tells me this could be tree. I don't know because it's like okay, so like imagine like a little platform. Yeah, I'll show you, Cody, because I can show you my screen. Do ba do not the camera, share my screen. Ba, ba, da, ba. But like this Ow. picture right here. Yeah. It's a typical like nineteen seventies grainy picture. You can see the colors faintly. But it's got the the classic humped back neck with its head twisted. Literally looks like a tree. Can't really tell. Yeah. Typical. But like you see where my mouse is right here? Yep. This is where like the people are saying like where the back is and then the head is yeah. looking to the right. But then I don't know like what's over here. So a part of me thinks you know like but that that's like a big piece of wood if that's It's a whole tree. Yeah, but that's a tree tree. And I think this is the only reported picture of it. I don't want yeah. that. Oh, there's a closer picture. Yeah. I'm very convinced of that. That is a tree. Oh. <laughs> Didn't mean to scroll that far. It's okay. That looked like uh, someone talking about someone talking. Oh, yeah, this one? Yeah, the in- there was an interview in the mid-80s. Um, she, she probably was a little a little high when she saw it. It was the 70s. Let's see here. It says, D. Carroll claims she saw a champ in 1980, so it wasn't even... Oh, wait, no, I think this is someone else now. Yeah, this is someone else. This was after the picture. Uh, she told the early show that we were driving along the, in the mid-80s the first weekend in December, which is kind of weird. For being in New York, you think the f- water would be not as clear as what she's going to say it is. And she said, I was looking out the window of the car and said to my husband, what's that post-like thing out there? I turned my head back and here were concrete circles on the water moving That's out. Right. And the post was gone. Now, posts don't disappear. They float or stick up or do something. They just don't go down. That was a submarine. <laughs> but then it was was the ocean deep's grandfather oh wow they have this board um to keep records of sightings (laughs) and it's literally just a board with names and then dates that's it you and your fiance should go there and just take a picture but it's like so north of new york north north like it's like like thousand islands st lawrence river kind of all the way up that way. It is like near Vermont and Quebec. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that far. Go get hitched. <laughs> I mean, we drove to uh, Boston, so I wouldn't doubt if we passed it. Uh, you more likely did. Because the easiest way to get to Boston is taking the, the freeway almost through New York City. Oh, we didn't. No, we didn't go new, through no. New York City. We went like. I'm coming from. I'm coming from wet, more west than you, so that's the easiest way for me. 
True. I went probably like northeast, like at a diagonal. We didn't. I think we passed Albany. Yeah, because I remember okay. going through Albany on our way back. Okay. Um, but that is something for the state I live in. I didn't really expect that to be. You know, it's like small. It's not like as big as Bigfoot or anything like that. But it's like big enough for people to be like, oh, we're making T-shirts for it. Or like, you know, here, make, you can put your name and say like you saw it and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of, seems like it's like a local thing. But for like yeah. 50 years. So, but uh, yeah, that was interesting. And uh, I wonder if there's more like Loch Ness Monster type sightings that happen. Indiana around. has one. Indiana? Indiana has one. Um, there's a few, I know there's a few states that have lake-type, like, monsters. Yeah. If you really want to look into it, you just got to pay attention to the depth of the lake. It's a five-foot pond. Yeah, I saw a sea monster. <laughs> what is that? Oh, that's a ninja. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I was talking. You want to talk about that? Because I'm looking at that right now. Well, I was gonna talk about uh, this Delaware State kind of cryptid kind of thing, or my own, but okay, yeah, you can do that. I'll talk about the ninja. Okay, so I mean, oh, what do I want to do? Do I want to do Delaware? Or do I want to do Iowa? Because Iowa technically has two. Do which whenever you live closer to. I live in Iowa, so, so okay. Yeah. Iowa. <laughs> okay, so Iowa. I'm going to do state cryptids, because, you know, it's fun. It's fun to see what states have to think. Yeah. So Iowa has really kind of, like, two. I don't know much about the second one, but the first one, it's called the Monster of Van Meter. So the Monster of Van Meter is based off of true tales and things of that such. From 1903, where a bat, half-bat, half-human creature emerged from a cave with a light on its forehead. And it's what's well, like its head emitted a beam of light. I guess that was the correct terminology to use. But it's terrifying because it's an eight foot tall bat like creature flying around in the sky. Because now, nowadays, it would have been recorded. No one would have shot at it. No one would have done anything. It would have just been confirmed or bunked real quick. But seeing how it was 1903, they didn't have much of those opportunities. So, imagine being, you want to see, so what, that would be our great-grandparents, or great-great-grandparents. Yeah, they had no technology, but... Wait, what year was it? 1903. That would probably be my great-great-grandparents. Just great-grandparents. As, well, they were both alive in that time. Your great-grandparents and your great-great-grandparents were my, alive at that same time. Yeah, my grandparents were born in the 40s, so probably, like, they were... My great-grandparents were, like, just born or something. But, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, Luke pulled up a picture of it, and... I forgot I'm still sharing my screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad I called it now. Wait, don't look so, at that. It's, <laughs> so it's kind of like when you think of mythical creatures this is what you think of like it looks like a pterodactyl mixed with a 
part like has some human DNA in it because of the back. Mm-hmm. But I imagine in 1903, it easily could have been real. It's just a big bat, and it got a. I don't know. I don't know what to describe it, but eight feet is ridiculous. Yeah, like it's it's not like your typical like bat. It is like he said. It's mixed with like a like a pterodactyl or. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it looks like what the the the, the SCP Foundation kind of creatures. It yeah. Looks like it would be one of those. It's the easiest way to describe it. It's that kind of mythical, like it like it's no way this was real kind yeah. of thing. It's not quite Batman, but it's probably one of the closest things you can get. Hey, Batman. Sometimes... All right, so I'm gonna keep it short because yeah. eh, it's really it's Iowa. There's not much to talk about. Corn. It's more and more pigs than corn, actually. Pigs are on the rise these days. There's for every one person, there's four pigs. So you own four pigs, or should I say roommates? No, that's just, that's just <laughs> the ratio. That's the ratio statistic. That's all that is. So for every one person, there's four pigs in the state. Would you own four this pigs though? So? Uh, yes, they're fun, beautiful, smart little creatures. <laughs> And I say little in the big term. <laughs> and then the following day, who wants some bacon? Only if they were starting to die. Or got They're on your bad pets. side. Pigs are, pigs are great pets. Calm down. Yeah. Depending on which pig, though. I would want, like, your classic pink pig. Yeah, this would be pretty fun. Um, So I was second one that I know of. It is called a mugwump. M-U-G-W-U-M-P. Mugwump. And it's a like Oh, that's gross. Yep. <laughs> mugwump is an angel. What's that say? Angelic. Jealousized yeah. version of the word used by Massachusetts Indians to mean war leader. The word was sometimes jestingly ap- applied in early America to someone who was the head guy. The first political mugwumps were Republicans in the presidential race of 1884 who chose to support Democratic candidate Grover Cleveland. Yada, yada, yada. It, but, honest, it honestly just looks like what people would say are lizard people. <laughs> No, so this 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 mugwump isn't a mugwump like that. So if you're looking it up, just look up Iowa mugwump. And it's a whole folklore. It was said to reside in Lake Timiskaming. I, I you correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Timis. But Kamenug. Timiskaming. 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 There you go. Lake Tim. It's a bar- swampy marsh in Venture, Iowa. And it's just a giant hairy beast. It's like Bigfoot swamp version. Wait, it's hairy? Yeah. That's why I said don't look at that picture. Is it it's, like like the- a, it's like a swamp. Yeah, something like that. But oh. if you go to the one right above it, it's... It's the commonly used one. It looks something like that. Bigfoot in the swamp. 
Bigfoot Swamp, but Venture, Iowa is North Central. That's enough of mine. They're boring. Except for except for the, the monster van meter. The monster van meter actually is kinda kinda cool. Uh just to tie back to uh your uh rake event. Um You can talk about the rake. You can talk about the rake if you want to talk about the rake. That's perfectly fine. No, I wasn't gonna talk about it. I just wanted to ask you, like, do you think that there's only one or do you think there's multiple? I think there's like about every creature, there's subspecies. There's different regions that have different types. There's even, I think there's speculation that Wendigos and Rakes belong on the same kind of kind of spectrum. And now that I see an engine, then yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... Cute. The first picture, the very first picture is kind of cute, though. Oh wow. <laughs> Paul Rudd wrote a book. No way. Um, <laughs> Ninja. No, I think it's read by Paul Rudd. Oh, he's the the, the, the audiobook reader. Yeah. I was going to say, there's no way Paul Rudd wrote a freaking book about a ninja. Paul um, Rudd, if you listen, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, Ant-Man himself. <laughs> Or the guy from Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm literally looking up these monsters and then closing my eyes and then slowly opening them just so I don't see any scarring pictures. Because I, especially on my monitor, which is really big. <laughs> There's nothing bad. It's kind of cute. Well, yeah, that one. But, like, I'm looking at, like, seeing if there was, like, actual photos or depictions and all that but i mean these are all technically depictions yeah i do like this one um so yeah we're gonna switch over to the ninjin uh in modern japanese folklore since the mid 2000s so it's really recent it's not like um a champy where someone was like i saw them and like took a picture i want to say this is more like a story type fantasy monster because it's an aquatic humanoid whale-like creature supposedly inhabiting the sub-antarctic oceans uh it was invented by oh uh, yeah it's an it's internet it's invented by a japanese internet user so obviously it's not real but just think of like a giant like think of a snowball but then add like human legs to it no arms, no waist, just because I've seen pictures of like Kirby with real legs, pretty much like that. <laughs> so um, my, my description of this would be imagine a sperm head with legs walking. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but these pictures that I see like on Google do look more like sperm. This one looks like kind of look like mer people. Yeah. But some actually add like a. If you want to be peasy about it, they look like little tadpole people. <laughs> yeah. I'm thirsty. That sounds. Whatever you drink sounds good. 
Uh, Fruit Punch Gatorade. I got it on my walk this morning. Yeah, that's a good one. The, I'm mad, though. The gas station didn't have... They had um, Blue Cherry. They had Glacier Freeze, which, you know, I like. But I wanted Cool Blue, and they didn't have a single Cool Blue. And I want to say they had Cool Blue in Gatorade Zero, but I don't like Gatorade Zero. I love Gatorade Zero. I prefer it over regular Gatorade. I wanted um, to get... An energy I'm, drink. I'm a, I'm a fiend, and I love my lemon lime. Lemon lime's good. I tried the lemon lime prime, and it's not that bad, but I feel like it would be better carbonated because it just would feel like it's Sprite or something like that. Yeah. Not to uh, talk smack about prime, because I love prime. Prime, you know, I've, I've talked to you over Instagram and everything, but, you know, I love your products. Sponsor us. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to get an energy drink of my favorite energy drink would be Ghost, and they just came out with um, the Pink Lemonade. And I was really hoping I was able to get that, but I know that I think it came out today, but I think only on the website, which was I was a little disappointed about. But yeah, moving on. Um, <laughs> averted. Yeah, we're, we're going back on topic. The legend surrounding the nin I want to say Ninjin. I think that's how it's pronounced. N-I-N-G-E-N. Began in 2002 yeah. on a forum, and for forum post on the Japanese online forum website, 2Channel, which claims that the members of a whale research ship witnessed the creature as it surfaced near their ship. Okay, so this was actually seen in person. Originally think it was a submarine. The crew went to take a closer look, but the submarine vanished into the waves. In 2005, Google Earth captured what many supposed to be a ninjin in the southern ocean. Many skeptics believe that the ninjin was actually an iceberg shaped like what people would say was the ninjin. But then in 2010, a Japanese chemical research company published a YouTube video showing the ocean life that they observed. Near the end of the video, a large creature with small eyes and a large smiling slit like mouth can be spotted lying in the ocean i want to see this video now oh man uh, oh <laughs> i think there's a link to the youtube video nope that's just a wikipedia page for youtube oh man we're gonna we're gonna look this up because this is kind of fun i gotta look it up oh, specifically youtube ninja for all our listeners, is YouTube Ninjin, N I N G E N, and feel free to go to our Facebook page and tell us what you think it might be. Yeah. Um, I didn't even read this description of the Ninjin, but obviously it's described as a whale-like creature that has human features. Um, but it's said to have extremely large limbs and arms or hands but the picture we see doesn't have arms which i think is much more funny but it's about <laughs> yeah. 65 to 100 feet long i think those are the arms and legs so this thing is tall large slit like mouth and either a small or a large gaping eyes because when it said slit like mouth i was thinking of like jeff the killer or something like that yeah Let's see. Nin. Gia. Oh, God. 
I'm thinking it's this one right here. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn. I don't think that video by the Japanese researchers is on there, but... I'm going to take it down quick. That's, um... Even if it, if it is up there, I'm stopping right now. I'm not going to look that up right now. Oh, come on. It's early in the morning, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can't get scared by something that it's bright out. Ninja Japanese video. Did it be this one? No, because that's animated. I think it's this one right here. The 1990 sighting. Where? Uh, 1990? No, it was 2000s. That must be a different thing. Um, I don't know. Click it. I don't want to click it. Click it. I think this one's it right here. The Ninja Sea Creature video. Don't want to like. <laughs> wow. See, the thing is, though, I wonder how deep the Ninja lives in the water. Because it makes sense on if we've like never seen it before which has got to be like below the twilight zone i would think but then again it's also in the arctic so i don't know about arctic water it's deep probably deeper than normal uh it's deeper than you think yeah But uh, I honestly say, I want to say that was probably one of the better uh, cryptids that we've been looking at right now. Yeah, this, you... this next one's fun. Which one's that? So we're going to do states again for me. And this is Delaware. Shout out and to it's Delaware. Called, it's called a Pugwudgie. Oh, I've heard that. They're Native American creatures, and they're aggressive little monsters that could appear and disappear instantly. Use magic starfires and create just mayhem. They're just your little little gremlins of society, I guess you could call them. Yeah, they're like about three feet tall. Yeah, they're... Little gremlins, horned usually. It's larger. Imagine a three foot, a large, a large gremlin, and they like to cause chaos. They're usually hairy in the sense, and I don't know. This, uh, this, this article. This little snippet from an article says, avoid, if you think you're being stalked by one of these mythical creatures, <laughs> stay away from cliffs or the beach where they have been known to push people to their details and blind or blind them with sand. 
Oh. I was like, what are they going to do at a beach? Blind you. Blind you, fool. Blind you. Joke's on them. I'm already partially blind. That's why I wear glasses. <laughs> but I looked that up, too, and apparently Pugwudgies are also in Harry Potter. In the series, they act yeah. as a symbol and house at Livermorny School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Yeah. Um, they lure people to their deaths using magic, launch poison arrows, and create fire. So they're just... They like to cause yeah. trouble. I wanna, I wanna go. I wanna take it. I wanna take a time to make a second mention to short, short little creatures, and they're called Tommy Knockers. <laughs> so if you never ever heard of the word Tommy Knocker, you're mostly only gonna hear it from your grandparents or the older generation of society. Tommy Knockers are little creatures that live in caves. That cause chaos, kind of the same way as a puckwudgie would do. But Tommy Knockers are sort of kind of like a note to your demise. Um, how so? What's up? I said, how so? Um, kind of like if you hear one or see one, your death is imminent in close. Oh. But they're. Gnome-like creatures, they keep to themselves, they live in the mines, in the caves, and they're just doing work and doing things. But I thought, since we're mentioning Buckwedgies and their short creatures and their mythical, a Tommyknocker would also be a great mention into that. Because I feel like Tommyknockers don't get much love. They're just like little... Little little elves. Yeah. Little, little gnome people. Um... They live in the caves... Of America, they're American only. It's an American only tale. Yeah, not not the worldwide. I look. Uh, like focus more on the worldwide. I I kind of want. I think I've been trying to do that. I just I know you talked about doing states. You know, for pretty much our the <laughs> yeah. majority of our viewers are from the U.S. Um. But I, I looked up Pugwudgies when you were talking about it. And then these, like, people also ask, like, sections of Google. And it says, is Pugwudgie like Hufflepuff? And then it says, Pugwudgie is Hufflepuff. <laughs> Among its many powers is the ability to create fire. So. Pugwudgie's Hufflepuff. So are you freaking Hufflepuffs out there? You're <laughs> Pugwudgie now. <laughs> Which is great because I've, every Harry Potter, I don't really watch harry potter but i've read the books but i should watch all of them. i've taken the test to like see like which house and it's always hufflepuff which kind of sucks because i don't like yellow too bad you're a hufflepuff and i could could have told you that without a freaking test well I'll blind you with sand then all right well i'm a ravenclaw so i'm just smart people <laughs> um I wanna, I want to, but I don't think we're going to just because they're like so well known around people. But like Bigfoot, the Yeti, you know, all those kind of things. Thought about yeah. talking about, but we're I, doing non-mainstream. Yeah, I mean, non-stream folklore. Is that I, toothless? No, that's not toothless. It's just <laughs> a picture of Mothman. 
Yeah. I was Mothman. I wanted to talk about Mothman because he is probably one of my favorite folklore legends. Not to be confused with Owl Man, who is completely different. Um, but basically, in West Virginia, uh, the Mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly seen at the Point Pleasant area from November of 66 to December of 67. But the first newspaper report was published to the Point Pleasant Register, uh, dated in 1966, titled Couples See Man-Sized Bird Creature Something. <laughs> bird creature. <laughs> no, literally, it just says, Couple... Couples see man-sized bird dot 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 creature dot 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 something. <laughs> Wait, what? Seriously, it's this dot 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 something? Yeah. Oh my god, it really <laughs> does. Oh, that's it's titled like that. Okay, that's that's from a newspaper report. That's the title of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Something. Um, yeah. But the national press soon picked up on the reports and helped spread the story across the U.S. Um, but the creature was introduced to a wider audience by Gray Barker in 1970 and was later popularized as, or by John Keel in his 1975 book The Mothman Prophecies, claiming that there were paranormal events related to the sightings and a connection to the collapse of the Silver Bridge. And the book was later ad adapted into a 2002 film which, um, where, why I have not seen that. <laughs> we said, why have I not seen this? Yeah. Uh, but apparently there's also an annual festival at Point Pleasant devoted to the Mothman. But uh, to dive a little bit deeper into that, um, to expand on that explanation, on November 15, 1966, two young couples, uh, Dickie and Linda Maxwell and Steve and Mary Mallette, told police they saw a large white, I didn't even, I thought it would have been, like, black, but, because, like, I've seen the, like, real moths, like, those fluffy moths, they look so creepy, but my fiance thinks they're very cute, which, you know, they are, but it's just, like, they're so big and fluffy, it's, like, how are they even real? <laughs> but apparently they said that the creature's eyes were glowing red, standing at the side of the road near whatever is called the TNT area which is the site of a former World War II munitions plant, which is kind of interesting. Oh. Uh, but Linda says that it was described as a slender, muscular, or muscular, <laughs> muscular. Muscular man. Uh, about seven feet tall with white wings. So the more they're talking about this, I'm just like, is this Arthur from The Tick? <laughs> um... But she said that she was able to, un she was unable to discern its face due to the hypnotic effects of the eyes. And um, while they were distressed, the witnesses drove oh, right away, you know, just be like, fuck this, I'm out. And said the creature flew after their car, making a screeching sound. It pursued them as far as the Point Pleasant City limits. So I'm guessing there's like some magical force that keeps it in there if it you know obviously is real yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it's real but with today's society they just make it more 
comedically uh, appearing. Yeah. But um, this is where it gets interesting because I remember watching uh, what also got me interested in Mothman was uh, the episode of Spongebob. Um, it was just like some random episode, nothing really too big of a story, but it was Mothman. I, I think it was called Mothman or like the guy, but it was literally like an evil villain who was a moth because he was attracted to Spongebob's like light that they were trying to use for a mermaid man and barnacle boy you know type thing but they were also he was also in um batman because it says due to the popularity of the batman tv series at the time the fictional superhero batman and his gallery were prominently featured in the public eye while the villain killer moth did not appear in the show the comic book influence of both him and batman is believed to be uh, by some to have influenced the coinage of the name Mothman. So basically people think I think people are calling it Mothman from Batman. Which maybe makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, according to a newspaper in Russia uh, UFOologists claim that Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 russian apartment bombings so they're just blaming mothman for everything <laughs> and apparently there's a russian mothman that doesn't surprise me but uh honestly i did not know that much about mothman and i'm glad that i tacked on that because i keep like i go to hot topic and i see like fluffy mothman plushies and like all that kind of stuff I was like oh you know this is cool <laughs> but um that's all the ones that i feel like that i would have time for so if you want to spend the last few minutes of this episode doing one by all means you know end it on a great one no pressure end it on a great one ready yeah <laughs> it's called the jersey devil i wonder where it's from Virginia? South Jersey, Pine Barrens, and southeastern parts of Pennsylvania. But this is literally a winged bipedal horse. I don't know much about it. I just know it exists. But imagine a horse head with horns, long neck, winged body, and it's standing at two feet with horse hooves. Two legs with horse hooves. Two feet? I was like two feet tall. Two feet. two feet. No, I don't know. I don't know much about it. Like it has hooves. It flies. It could be like an older depiction of what the devil could have looked like. But um, I would say people say would it looks like the devil if it were like a creature, not the not yeah. much of a human. Yeah. No. Like I mean. It's. I've just. Sorry. Whew. I need to eat something. Yeah. I'm just same. reading it. And. I don't know how else to describe it, but it is a goofy, funny looking one. It's also known as the Leeds Devil. L E E D S. And it had a devil in the early 18th. 19th century it had like a devil hunting 
group for it. <laughs> Not to get mixed up with the hockey team, the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> the Jersey Devils. <laughs> Maybe that's where they got their name from. Well, I think... Okay, so the monster you're talking about is just called the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but, but the team is called the New Jersey Devils. That's just an implication that there's multiple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked. I was looking it up just to like see like what you were describing it as, and this thing's over a hundred years old. Yeah. But it comes I, back. I jumped onto the <laughs> Wikipedia page because Wikipedia, you know, always has the truth, and I just see this thing that says "Mother leads thirteenth child." So whoever Mother Lead is, according to popular folklore, the New Jersey the Jersey Devil originated with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, known as Mother Leeds. The legend states that the mother had twelve children, and after discovering she was pregnant with the thirteenth, you know, thirteenth is considered a unlucky number, uh, cursed the child with frustration, declaring that the child would be the devil. In, 19, in 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the 13th child transformed into a creature with hooves, a goat's head, not a horse's head, uh, bat wings, and a forked tail. Growling and screaming, the child beat everyone with its tail before flying up the chimney and heading into the pines. And in some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch, and the child's father was the devil himself. Some versions of the legend also state that local clergymen subsequently uh, attempted to exorcise, exercise, whatever that word is. I know it's exorcist. It's the same thing as exorcist, but that's the that's the, the the proper action. Use, the action use of it, yeah. Uh, the, they tried to do that to the creature from the woods. So, that, so the clergyman tried to exercise the demon baby. <laughs> yeah, so if you think your children are bratty and whiny... <laughs> At least they did turn to a goat, a horse head with wings. Unless you are a farmer and be like, I need a goat well... on my farm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's called bestiality and that's against the law. <laughs> but um, I know that the, the Jersey Devil was a classic. Everyone knows it, but probably not too much about it. I do know, I could have sworn the, the Jersey Devil ate goats or it ate something. It might. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know much about it. I just know of it and I thought it deserved a mention. Here we go. What does the jersey not look like? Jeez. Eat. Uh, let's see here. Not telling me. I could have sworn, yeah, it was. Maybe I'm thinking of the chukacabra. I, I knew something ate. Chukacabra does goats. Okay, then, yeah, I got it mixed up. Easily hands down, but I mean, a goat I feel like is a very common mythical creature. Like, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, honestly, that was that was pretty fun. I did not think 
that that was going to be more interesting than it was but i hope you guys enjoyed learning about at least some of the mythical creatures that uh are out there or are not you never know um i personally hope that mothman is real but i hope he's not as violent as people make him seem you know always gonna be yeah i guess i want to pet a pudge wookie <laughs> And not a Hufflepuff, a Pudge Wookie. <laughs> if you're a Hufflepuff out there, uh, Cody wants to pet you. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Way to make it sexual. Oh. Um, Wait, also, yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, guys, that was the uh cryptids and mythical creatures episode of the chatter gamers podcast the podcast about gamers who like to chat if you guys want to head over to our facebook page and you know comment and tell us what you enjoyed about any of our episodes or even this one or maybe even say something about maybe some facts that we missed out on certain of the ones that we talked about today or even or talk even about tell us what you think should have been honorable mentions yeah we weren't really ranking them or anything but Clearly, there was some that caught our eye. Yeah. <sighs> but Just remember, y'all. Education is important, but video games are important. That's very true, and hopefully next week we will be doing the Creepypasta episode or sometime in the future, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, once again, this has been the Chatty Gamers Podcast. We will see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. Adios. Adios.